Hello and welcome to the Special Needs Parenting SOS Podcast. My name is Nadia Tari and I'm a mom of four with my youngest two kids having special needs. So I wanted to create a podcast where other parents who have a child with special needs could come to get some tips, suggestions, and encouragement. All right, now today is a very special day because today is February 28, 2022. And today is not only my mom's birthday, happy birthday, mom, I love you, but today is also Rare Disease Day. And as you may know, if you've been listening to this podcast, my two younger boys, Isaiah and Josiah, they have a very rare genetic syndrome, which is called Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome. And I thought that with today being the rare disease day, I would spend just a little bit of time going over about their syndrome again to help spread awareness. So... As I mentioned, the syndrome they have is called Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome. And it's named that way because it was, I believe that is the last name of the three different men that figured it out. So one of the men's last name was Allen. Another one of the men who figured it out, his last name was Herndon. And then the third guy that they were all working together to try to figure this out, um, his name was Dudley. So they called it Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome. That's at least the way I understand it. So um, if I'm wrong, don't quote me on that. But anyways, um, and basically it's often referred to as MCT8 because MCT8 is the name of the specific gene that is affected. And um, it's all about their thyroid not working properly. So um, their brain works I like to say it's really similar to cerebral palsy. So basically their brain works, but their muscles just don't work properly. And I know a lot of people look at children who have, you know, Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome, and they see that they're in a wheelchair, they see that they can't walk, they see they can't talk, and if they hang around them long enough, they're gonna see they can't eat. You know, most, all of these boys are fed via G-tube. And I just want to lovingly point out that um, a lot of people mistake these boys who have Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome to think that they're either a vegetable or they're barely there, if at all. And I just want to emphasize that that could not be further from the truth. These boys, all of them, to the best of my knowledge, and I have talked with numerous other families who have boys who also have Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome because uh, you know we're all part of a private Facebook group which is strictly for parents who have a child with Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome so that's how I'm able to connect with all these other parents all over the world who also have a child with the same syndrome as my two boys even though it's extremely rare and what I was saying before I just went off there <laughs> is that from the best of my knowledge and talking to all these parents who have a child with a son with Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome is all the doctors who have treated our boys have all agreed in unison um, that our boys are mentally there, that, you know, cognitively they're aware, they they follow, they track with their eyes, they, they giggle, they, you know, you can read them a book. It's been noted over and over and over again. So it's not some 
mom in disbelief that wants to think that her child is really present and in fact the child isn't. No, that is not the case. With Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome, at least, uh, our children are not vegetables. Our children, um, through multiple testing by multiple doctors around the world, they've all come to the same conclusion, and that is that these boys are aware of their surroundings, and they giggle when it's appropriate, and they get sad when it's appropriate. They light up when they see someone they love, and they get sad, you know, when they don't see their loved ones for a while or they're around people that they don't know. I mean, it's obvious that they're aware of their surroundings, but I don't want to spend too much time on, you know, are they aware of what's going on or not? I want to move on to how would you know whether your child has Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome or not? Or maybe you know someone and uh, your friend has a child and the doctors can't figure it out. I want to give you some indications of if you see these things, these signs, you would know, ah, maybe it's a chance that it's Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome. So some of the most common and major symptoms that children with Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome have are the following. Number one, poor muscle tone, hypertone, which is too much tone, very, very rigid, as well as hypotone which is not enough tone. And in that case, they're really floppy. So our boys have both the hypertone as well as the hypotone. In some areas of their, of their body, they're really rigid. In other areas of their body, they're really floppy. So it's interesting that our boys have both of those. They, almost all of the boys have a pretty major lack of head control with Josiah, my youngest, probably being the only, well, maybe there's a few other boys who who have good head control. Um, but Josiah has really good head control just because I got those injections when I was pregnant with him um, for the duration of his pregnancy. You know, they injected levithyroxine in the purest form directly into my stomach, which went into his amniotic fluid. And so that really helped him with his development. And that's why Josiah, my four-year-old, does not have any lack of head control. But uh, Isaiah and the other children who didn't get any kind of early treatment of levithyroxine or anything, they pretty much all have lack of head control. Um, they all really have difficulty gaining weight. They are either, when they're young, they're in failure to thrive, which means they're just, they're below the chart. You know, there's that scale where they like to see is your child within the average limit? Um, pretty much all the boys who have Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome are um, very, very low, either not on the chart or really a low percentile on the chart. And I say boys because Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome, a woman like myself can be a carrier of it, but we don't actually have any of the the actual symptoms or, um, you know, I can walk, I can talk, I can do everything just fine, but yet I'm a carrier of this gene, the MCT8 gene. My mom was also a carrier of the MCT8 gene. Same with my sister. That's why she had uh, Amir, who also had the Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome. So, and then my, my sister's daughter, my niece, Amalia, she had blood work done and she's also a carrier 
of the Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome. So basically, they can tell through blood work whether you are a carrier of it or not. But my daughter, Gabriella, she's not a carrier. So they tested her blood. They tested all of our blood. And Gabriella, who's 23 years old, she's not a carrier. So that means when she does get pregnant and have children, she doesn't have to worry about whether or not they may or may not have Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome. It's it's impossible. She's not a carrier of the gene, therefore she her children will not have it. And then my son Elijah, who's 21 years old, um he's perfectly healthy. He can walk, talk, you know, everything. So he also is not a carrier of the gene because with a boy, it's like you either have it, you have Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome or you don't. There's no being a boy and then being a boy that's a carrier of the gene. It's only the women who are carriers of the gene. So women don't get the sin- the symptoms of the Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome. They are just either a carrier or not. And um my mom's mom was also a carrier of the Allen Herndon Dudley um or she was the the MCT8 gene and so she gave it to my mom and then my mom pass that gene on to my sister and I. So anyways, so if you hear me repeatedly saying all the boys with Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome, I say boys simply because they're the only ones boys are the only ones who are affected. Um girls are only a carrier or girls don't have it at all. Okay, back to the symptoms. So we've got poor muscle tone, lack of head control, difficulty gaining weight, They oftentimes have very low T4 levels and really high T3 levels. Now those are thyroid hormones. So if in doubt, ask your doctor or a friend if you have a friend who has a child who they can't figure out what's the matter with them. Make sure that they're doing a CBC, which is a complete blood count when they, you know, test their blood. Um and have them look at their thyroid hormones which are like i said the T4 and T3 they test that in the blood which tells them how their thyroid hormones are doing um and then also they have low bone density and um pretty much all of them have difficulty swallowing uh as well as chewing so as i mentioned before most boys with Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome cannot eat by mouth and so mostly they're fed through a G tube which both of my boys are fed through a G tube. A lot of the boys with Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome have difficulty sleeping. That's just um a common thing that we see and obviously they have motor delay. They also have to have an increased heart rate, which is really interesting. And um some of the boys have seizures. Now My two boys don't have seizures at least not at this point, but my nephew Amir, he had seizures a lot and they, his seizures were really bad in the evening. And so those are some of the indications that, you know, if if your child uh or if you know of anyone where the child can't sit up, they can't stand, they can't talk, they can't walk, they can't feed themselves, they can't hold on to a toy, like they reach out for it but it, but they, they just don't lack they lack the strength to actually hold the toy 
or object, whatever it is, these are all major red flags that, hey, maybe this child um, or boy has Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome. So I hope this is helpful. I do hope to spread awareness uh, about Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome so that more parents can find out sooner, you know, what's the matter because there's nothing like wondering what's the matter with my child? You know, what can we be doing to help our child? And then to not have any answers and to have doctors testing and testing and coming back and saying, nope, it's not that. Nope, it's not that. Uh, sorry, we're, we're stumped. We don't know what's the matter. That's really a hard place to be because as a parent, you're wondering, is there anything I could be doing to help my child? Is there a medicine we could be giving them? Is there certain therapies that we could be doing that would help them? Like there's so much, but if you don't even know what's wrong with your child, if you don't even have a diagnosis, then it's really a difficult place to be because you don't even know if you could be doing something, but you just don't know what it is. So um, I hope in time that more people will become aware of Allen Herndon Dudley syndrome. Uh, like I said, it is extremely rare. It is a genetic syndrome, but we're having more and more families um, that are getting diagnosed across the world all the time. So anyway, I hope this was helpful and um, I thought I would just share that, like I said, because today is the uh, rare disease day and um, yeah. So as always, I would absolutely love to hear from you. So if you are a parent of a child with special needs, I would love to have you join my private Facebook group. It's a safe environment strictly for parents who have a child with special needs where you can get the encouragement and support from other parents who can totally relate to what you're going through. Now, the name of my private Facebook group is the same name of my podcast, which is called, as you know, Special Needs Parenting SOS. And I look forward to connecting with you soon.